All right, now we're going to be digging into the Word of God, and we are going to be starting with our New Testament passage. Let's grab our Bibles, grab our pens, grab our rulers, whatever we need, and let's get ready. Let's open up our Bibles together this morning to Colossians 1, and we're going to continue at verse 24. Now it says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. Now that could stumble some people, but you know what? It's okay that we go through stuff when it's for good, when it's for helping people, that's okay. And in my flesh, I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body. That is the church of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given from me to you to make the word of God fully known. There's a goal. The mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ shows us another goal. For this I toil, struggling with all energy, that he powerfully works in me. Chapter 2 For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those in Laodicea, and for those who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together, connected together, growing together, in love, to reach all the fullness of the full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God, of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. It makes us happy when you are so grounded in your word, when you're so grounded in your understanding, when you're so grounded as you read your Bible. It makes us so happy. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk with him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See that no one takes from you captive by this philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In him you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh, and by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you were dead in your trespasses 
and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transpasses. By canceling the record of debt that stood against us with legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and the authority and put them to open shame by triumphing them over. God is so good. He is so amazing. He is so forgiving and so loving. And here we see just how much, just how much we are loved, just how much God has forgiven us, just how much we can grow according to the word of God, that we need to be coming together in full assurance, being knit together and not letting other things, other silly little things come and distract us or bring us down. But we have received Jesus Christ, so we need to walk in him. Powerful, powerful things for us to be encouraged with this morning. Now let's get ready to worship our Lord some more. Last night with a heavy yawn, woke up in a feeling lonely. This world got a way of showing me. Some days it'll lift you up, some days it'll call you bluff. And for some nine days, I ain't got enough. Cause all I know is you're my only I come to 
Let's get into our Old Testament together, opening up our Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 4, starting in verse 10. And we're going to go all the way through chapter 5, 31. And then I said, Ah, Lord God, surely you have utterly deceived this people in Jerusalem, saying, It will be well with you, whereas the sword has reached their very life. At that time, it will be said to the people and to Jerusalem, a hot wind from the bare heights in the desert towards the daughter of my people, not to winnow or cleanse. A wind too full for this comes for me. Now it is I who speaks judgment upon them. Behold, he comes up like clouds, his chariots like the whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, for we are ruined. O Jerusalem, wash your heart from evil, that you may be saved. How long should your wicked thoughts lodge within you? For a voice declares from Dan and proclaims from and proclaims trouble from Mount Ephraim. Warn the nations that he is coming. Announce to Jerusalem, besiegers come from a distant land. They shout against the cities of Judah, like keepers of a field, and they against her all around, because she has rebelled against me, declares the Lord. Your ways and your deeds have brought this upon you. This is your doom, and it is bitter. It has reached your very heart. My anguish, my anguish, I writhe in pain. Oh, the walls of my heart, my heart is beating wildly. I cannot keep silent, for I hear the trumpet, the alarm of war. Crash follows hard on crash. The whole land is laid to waste. Suddenly, my tents are laid to waste. My curtains are in movement. How long must I stand and hear the sound of this trumpet? For my people are foolish, they know me not. They are stupid children, they have no understanding. They are wise in doing evil. But how to do good, they know not. I looked on the earth, and behold, it was without form and void, and to the heavens, and they had no light. I looked to the mountains, and behold, they were quaking, and the hills moved to and fro. I looked, and behold, there was no man, and all the birds of the air had fled. I looked, and behold, the fruit of the land was a desert, and all its cities were laid in ruins before the Lord, before his fierce anger. 
For thus says the Lord, The whole land shall be desolation, yet I will make a full end. For this earth shall not mourn, and the heavens above be dark. For I have spoken, I have purposed, I have not relented, nor will I turn back. And the noise of the horsemen and the archer in every city takes to flight. They enter thickets, they climb among rocks, all the cities are forsaken, and no man dwells in them. And you, O desolate one, what do you mean that you dress in scarlet, and that you adorn with ornaments of gold, that you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you beautify yourself? Your lovers despise you, they seek your life. For I heard a cry of a woman in labor, anguish as of one giving birth to her first child, the cry of a daughter of Zion, gasping for breath, stretching out her hands. Woe is me, I am fainting before murderers. Now let's go to chapter 5 of Jeremiah. Run to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem and take note. Search her squares and see if you can find a man who does just and seeks truth, that I may pardon her. Though they say, as the Lord lives, yet they swear falsely. O Lord, do not your eyes look for truth. You have struck them down, but they felt no anguish. You have consumed them, but they refuse to take correction. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to repent. Then I said, These are only the poor. They have no sense. For they do not know the way of the Lord, the justice of their God. I will go to the great and will speak to them. For they know the way of the Lord, the justice of their God. But they all alike had broken the yoke. They had burst the bonds. Therefore, like a lion from the forest shall strike them down. A wolf from the desert shall devastate them. A leopard is watching their cities. Everyone goes out of them shall be torn in pieces because of their transgressions are many and their apostates are great. How can I pardon you, you children? You've forsaken me and have sworn by those who are no gods. When I fed them to full, they committed adultery and trooped to the houses of whores. They were well-fed, lusty stallions, each neighing for his neighbor's wife. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on a nation such as this? Going up her vine... Rose and destroy, but make not full end. Strip away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. When things are going on and it's not part of the Lord, he has all the right, all the power, and all the authority to pull that back. For the house of Israel and the Lord of Judah have been utterly treacherous to me, declares the Lord. They have spoken falsely of the Lord and have said, He will do nothing. No disaster will come upon us, nor shall we see sword or famine. The prophets shall be wind. The word is not in them, and thus it shall be done to them. Therefore, says the Lord God of hosts, because you have spoken this word, behold, I am making 
my words in your mouth of fire, and this people would, and the fire shall consume them. Behold, I am bringing against you a nation from afar, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. It's an enduring nation, it's an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know, nor can you understand what they say. Their quiver is like an open tomb. They are all mighty warriors. They shall eat up your harvest and your food. They shall eat up your sons and daughters. They shall eat up your flocks and your herds, and they shall eat up your vines and your fig trees, your fortified cities in which you trust. They shall beat down with the sword. But even in those days, declares the Lord, I will not make a full end of you. And when your people say, Why has the Lord our God done these things to us? You shall say to them, As you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your land, so shall you serve foreigners in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob. Proclaim it in Judah. Hear this, O foolish, senseless people, who have eyes but see not, who have ears but hear not, do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble before me? I placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, a peaceful barrier that it cannot pass. Through the waves toss, they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot pass over it. But this people has a stubborn and a rebellious heart. They have turned aside and have gone away. They do not say in their heart, Let us fear the Lord our God, who gives us rain in its season, the autumn rain and the spring rain, and keeps us from weeks appointed for the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these away, and your sins have kept good from you. For wicked men are found among my people. They lurk like flowers lying in wait. They set a trap. They catch men like a cage full of birds. Their houses are in full deceit. Therefore, they have become great and rich. They have grown fat and sleek. They know no bounds and deeds of evil. They judge not with justice. The cause of the fatherless to make it prosper. And they do not defend the rights of the needy. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on a nation such as this? An appalling and horrible thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule at their direction. My people love to have it so. But what will you do when the end comes? In life, we are given eyes to see, ears to hear, and free will. We need to have our attention focused on God. We need to have our attention focused on the good things of God, on turning away from the sin, on turning away from the wrong things, but keeping our mind focused on Him. Yes, we're not perfect. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. All have fallen short of the kingdom of God. But we need to live right. We need to live in a way that God can bless us, live in a way that God will be with us. It is so important for us to see and hear these passages and to have the fear of the Lord in our heart and to have the fear of the Lord in our life. Now, as we get ready to wrap things up this morning, I just would like to take a few minutes to pray for you. Let's pray.
Father, we come to you, Lord. Father, we pray, help us. We desire so much, Lord God, to get to have your presence, to get to be with you. Lord, help us turn away from evil things. Help us turn away from distractions and sin. Lord, let us live a life that you can truly bless. Let us live a life, Lord God, that gives you honor, glory, and praise. Lord, we come and ask, continuously, Lord God, guide us. Lord, we want to have the fear of the Lord in our life. We want to live a life that gives you glory, honor, and praise. Lord, we thank you that you are with us. We thank you for your word. Help us, Lord God, to take it to heart. Father, we come and pray and ask, Lord God, that sickness and disease be far away from our family, be far away from our friends. Lord, we ask that you will be with us, that, Lord, your protection and your hand be upon us. Lord, we pray for blessings of a tither, Lord God, to flow into our households. We ask for wisdom and guidance for our government and our political officials. Lord, we pray, give them strength, Lord God, give them wisdom in the decisions that they are making. Lord, we ask for strength, Lord God, and health to flow into our frontliners. We ask, Lord God, that you put a guard around them and protect them, Lord God, that sickness and disease shall not come to them, Lord, but you will keep them healthy and strong and use it to glorify your name. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. We thank you for the testimonies we are seeing and hearing. We thank you, Lord God, for the provision because you are a good, good father. Lord, we cannot thank you enough for all that you've done. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now we look forward to seeing you in all our services this weekend. That is Saturday drive-in at 7.30 and 9.30. That is Saturday night service at 6. And that is Sunday 7.30, 10, 12.30, and 3. And if you are at main campus or south campus, you always have the opportunity and option to get to have service from your car, and it would be our honor and privilege to get to take care of you. Well, God bless. See you guys this weekend, and stay safe. So good to get to be with you this wonderful Saturday morning. You are all so loved. Have an amazing and wonderful weekend. Take care, everybody.